This Morning with Henry Shin on TBS EFM. After Hong Kong authorities arrested more than 50 pro-democratic activists and supporters in early morning raids last week, leading democracies around the world have spoken out against this oppression of dissent. So the question is, does this latest crackdown signal Beijing's growing influence over Hong Kong and ultimately transitioning it to a uh, Chinese so-called city? We're going to discuss what is going on with an expert on the line uh, from the Department of Journalism at Hong Kong Baptist University, Professor Lo- Rose Luchu, on the line. Hello. Good morning. Good morning to you, Professor. Could you uh, just uh, briefly recount uh, what was going on with this biggest crackdown um, ever since this national security law was implemented? Uh, yeah, so uh, 53 of Hong Kong's most prominent uh, pro-democracy activists and the partition have been arrested in the biggest crackdown since China imposed a national security law last year. So among these people, says they include the long-established opposition figures who were the initiators of the primaries and the young pro-democracy uh, campaigners. And uh, two academics behind the primary strategy, 13 candidates from the primaries, and uh, uh, one uh, human rights lawyer, a U.S. citizen, were also detained among the people. And uh, uh, he was the first U.S. citizen held under the new law. And he was also detained when police searched the office in a law firm where he works. So uh, police also searched the home of already detained activist Joshua Wong, as well as uh, three news outlets, two news outlets which uh, had co-organized the election forums for the primary candidates, and the one online media which ran ads around the primaries were ordered to hand over information. So in terms of uh, these uh, detainees, and as you mentioned, the very high-profile um, case of uh, the, the first time ever a U.S. national has also been detained. Um, overall, with, with the primaries itself, what was the overall goal of the primaries and how did they turn out? Yeah, uh, so in uh, July last year, an alliance of the opposition parties ran independently organized uh, primaries to see which of their candidates had the best chance in September's election for the Logical Council, uh, Hong Kong's parliament. More than uh, uh, 300,000 people voted in the primaries. So as you know, number of registered electors in the uh, 2019 is around 4 million in Hong Kong, which means almost 15% of the uh, registered voters participated in the primary. So the primary was uh, later postponed uh, with uh, officials uh, citing concern over the coronavirus pandemic as the reason for the delay. And as you know, many of the candidates were barred from running in. Yeah, and so we now see a very exclusionary type of democracy, if we can even call it that, in Hong Kong. In in terms of this latest crackdown, uh, is this something that is deemed to be dealing a very, very significant blow to the pro-democracy movement? And ultimately, what is, you feel, the goal of Beijing in in doing these kind of high-profile crackdowns? 
Uh, I think, I guess, uh, silencing the uh, opposition and uh, creating chilling effect. Uh, uh, because if you say, if the, uh, the Chinese Foreign Affairs and the Liaison Office in Hong Kong claim the arrests were a necessary measure to stop external forces and the individuals colluding to undermine Chinese stability and security. So also pro-government camps here in Hong Kong believe that the mass detain is able to defend the authority of the law and acting as a deterrent. Uh, it's in Beijing does not believe that 1902-19 protests were a leaderless movement. So they believe silent activists able to stop a mass uh, protest in the future. In terms of the detainees themselves, because this has been so high profile and it's been so widely reported all over the world, I'm sure there will be a lot of scrutiny. What do you think will likely happen to these detainees? Oh, so uh, based on the national security laws, according to national security, accused of a sedition, they could face up to life in prison. And of course, they would also to bar to running in future elections. Uh, Do you feel it is likely that uh, the maximum sentence of life in prison could be imposed on some of these detainees? Uh, we will see because the uh, head of the police uh, yesterday said uh, they will present more evidence uh, 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 later. So we will wait and see. Over the recent years, uh, the rest of the world has witnessed Hong Kong, you know, from the uh, umbrella revolutions, uh, the uh, protests against the anti-sedition laws, and now uh, the uh, kind of tit-for-tat that's occurred with Beijing trying to impose more and more control uh, in Hong Kong. Generally speaking, right now, Professor, uh, what is the public reaction to, A, I guess the overall pro-democracy movement, but B, these uh, mass uh, detentions that took place in the recent crackdown? Yeah, I think people were shocked, and uh, I'm not sure whether whether uh, people would be feared, uh, but at least uh, people were, uh, because uh, uh, the government uh, made sure previously that the uh, national security law would not affect Hong Kong people's daily life. They so only targeting uh, small numbers of people who are uh, against the uh, ruling of uh, uh, the government ruling. But the arrest in the uh, primaries, as you know, the arrest. Uh, is that the primary ghost is to uh, parallel the government is the supervision of power because of the candidates in the primary said they were to prevent the budget passage as they were elected to the legislative council. But as you know, for Hong Kong people, it is the legislators' responsibility to criticize and monitor mm. the government, which is a very normal behavior in the legislature. It is, it is uh, also normal to have oppositions in the council so uh, the meditation, as you know, it, it clearly it's trying to target the opposition. So people were worried in the future there's no opposition voices in the society. And so with these upcoming legislative elections, do you think it is possible that it will be largely then a pro-Beijing lineup of uh, uh, ultimately uh, uh, politicians who win? Uh 
Technically, for sure, but it uh, seems like Beijing still worried about that uh, a large number of uh, pro-democracy uh, candidates will win the election. As you know, there were 70 seats and only 70 of 35 seats are coming from direct uh, uh, suffrage. So the opposition must keep more than one third of the seat. The threat for veto major bills, such as a change in the election uh, system or decisions to impeach uh, legislators. In the past, the opposition received a majority of the popular vote for the seat decided by direct suffrage. For the coming election, there would be very few pro-democratic candidates for sure because they either have been barred or would be barred in. And yesterday, Reuters had an uh, exclusive report that the election could face reform to reduce the uh, influence of uh, Democrats. So I think one question would be raised uh, ultimately, uh, should people in Hong Kong boycott the legislatures in protest or participate in an unfair election? So we will wait and see. We will indeed. Professor Rose Luchu, thank you so much for joining us as always, and uh, talk to you again soon. Uh, My pleasure. Professor Rose Luchu from Hong Kong Baptist University. We are going to take a short break. A reminder, our quiz question of the day is, what is the name of this controversial singer who's been banned entry into South Korea for evading military service, recently uh, posting a series of controversial YouTube videos, now a Blue House petition trying to get the singer's YouTube channel uh, restricted here in Korea. What is the name of this singer? You can text us at pound 1013 for 51 on your mobile phone. And if you give us the correct answer, whether it's in English or in Korean, one of the listeners will be selected to receive a 10,000 won coffee voucher. Uh, We are going to be announcing the winner of this quiz very shortly in part four of the program. So stay tuned for that. We also have NK Now and Economy Tutor uh, coming up in part four of the program. But taking us there, we will have our final check of weather and traffic. Stay tuned.